0: Did you know, leaves change each autumn around the same time every year, but can be affected by a few environmental things that can push the color change forward or back a few weeks. Cooler temps usually trick the trees into thinking that the nights are getting longer and trigger the change sooner, but nonetheless, the rule of thumb for finding the best time to see the color change is one week after the days and the nights have equal duration. I'm Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native.
1: I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newcomer, and we're a married couple living along the Front Range in Colorado.
0: And this is the Hashtag Colorado Life podcast, where we share accessible adventures to help you explore like a local.
1: Today, we're talking about Colorado's must-see fall festivals and autumn events. Fall is actually one of the most beautiful times of year here in Colorado and happens to be my absolute favorite season.
0: Same with me. I love... All the trees changing color. I love the feeling in the air. The days are getting shorter. Then they're getting colder. I don't know. I just I love winter coming, but the transition between summer into winter is my favorite.
1: Yeah, it's like when the crazy summer heat is starting to finally cool down, but we haven't been dumped on with snow yet. It's really awesome. And it's the perfect time to explore those small town festivals and enjoy all of the outdoor fall activities.
0: Yes. Especially with the mountains right here. They are especially beautiful, and it's especially amazing to get up there into the small towns up there. Especially? Especially.
1: So I want to know, what do you remember most about fall in Colorado as a kid since you grew up here?
0: Well, I think this kind of goes with everywhere, but the colors of the trees, them all changing. um, It just kind of, like, happens so suddenly and randomly. Like, sometimes it'll be in like early October or it won't happen until like early November, but all of a sudden you'll like wake up one day and the colors of the trees will all be different. it's just, I don't know. I, I always really like that. Um, it does
1: I, happen really quickly. I will say from being from Texas, our fall goes all the way through basically November. It'll <laughs> happen from September to the end of November, even into December sometimes And here it's like three weeks tops. You've got to get into it really quickly, take advantage of it. So it can just be like fall and turn into winter really quickly and you can miss. We've actually gone out of town in the fall sometimes and have missed the colors changing here. Yeah. Because it happens so quickly.
0: Right. In fact, that was another thing I was going to say is that I really like the early random snowstorms that happen here in Colorado. I mean... Colorado almost doesn't even have a fall or even a spring. It's almost just like winter or not winter Mm -hmm. because it'll snow and be crazy throughout all of like October. It can totally do that. Or it can be even like as late as into May. When I was a kid, I remember the biggest snowstorm I ever had seen happened before uh, Halloween. So it was like many, many feet. We had like 15 foot drifts going up to my roof. And that was all before Thanksgiving. I mean, Halloween. hmm Which, well, that is before Thanksgiving, too, but... That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but another thing I really remember is all of the pumpkins. I remember always going on field trips and picking them. And by the way, I don't think pumpkin spice is the season of fall or is the flavor of fall. I think it's cider. Just putting that out there.
1: Apple cider? Yeah. Or just cider?
0: It's just cider. Any okay. kind.
1: I like pumpkin spice, yeah. but I like all things pumpkin, so I enjoy those too. <laughs> what about any outdoor activities or, or certain festivals that you remember as a kid?
0: So as a kid, I like I said, I remember all of the apples. I remember the harvest coming, um, and I remember going to the Happy Apple Orchard, that's near where I used to live, and picking just a ton of them. And they are always like little tiny apples that were like the size of my fist when I was, like, five, and they are always, like, the sweetest, most delectable little things ever. Um, I also went to the Elk Fest a lot up in Estes Park, and Estes Park is just, like, quintessential fall town, it really feels Mm -hmm. like, because you're just surrounded by mountains, you're in the gateway to the Rocky Mountain National Park, Um, and it just, it always feels like fall up there, and especially it feels like fall when it is fall. Yeah. And then as I've gotten older, I also uh, enjoy the Denver American Beer Festival, which is just kind of like Colorado's uh, Oktoberfest, I would say. Mm -hmm. But I didn't do that as a kid since, you know, I wanted to specify that. Things I remember (laughs) as a kid. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I also love Halloween. So all the Halloween stuff that you start to feel around the change of seasons, the fall, I really enjoy that.
1: I personally love the fact that like on September 1st, I start changing out all the decorations in our house to be like fall decorations. And I know a lot of other people are like that too. So I'm excited about all the change in the fall decorations. And you get to see, you know, all the Halloween decorations and everything that happened along the street and in our neighborhood and stuff. Those are really fun to see and experience.
0: You know, I'm really excited about that too, except for one thing. Guess who gets to go down in the crawl space to get all the decorations out? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Not you. (laughs) Now, just as a heads up, Due to the 2020 pandemic and the state of the economy, many of these festivals and things, not just in Colorado, but across the country that usually happen year to year, might be canceled or postponed. To find out if any of the things that we do mention are affected, we will have an updated link to everything we talk about on our blog at hashtag (laughs) So
1: let's talk about some other favorite fall festivals and activities that we've enjoyed across the state since we've lived here and visited these past, like, decade or so.
0: Uh, So there's one that I used to do with my dad, because my dad used to be, not used to be, my dad is very much a car enthusiast. They have the Telluride Festival of Cars and Color. So you go up into the small town of Telluride, which is in the mountains. It's very scenic. It's very pretty. um, And they have a really big car show there that lasts for like four days or something and they have uh it well it's just about the cars and the colors of the trees all changing it's really fun it's really cool if that's like your type of thing
1: that sounds nice yeah i know one of the things that you and i enjoy a lot is also the farmer's markets and this is something that kind of happens at the end of summer beginning of fall
0: mm-hmm, harvest yeah
1: Mm-hmm. and it's really nice to try a lot of different uh, food that's in season specifically like corn and strawberries And uh, peaches, apples, like you said, more into fall, um, lots of different vegetables and fruits that are available that maybe you can't get the rest of the year or are not as tasty. Especially
0: some of the foods that are very uh, iconic to Colorado. Like we've had a past uh, podcast about this, about iconic foods, but some of those are like the peaches, like you said, the Palisade peaches. Um, We have outrageously good cantaloupes. And then, of course, the chilies, Mm -hmm. since we're like a Southwest kind of state.
1: Yeah, exactly. And um, there's actually a really great um, PDF resource that we're going to link to in the show notes over at hashtag coloradolife.com. But it's basically from colorado.gov's website. And they list all of the farmers markets In our entire area, in all of Colorado, and also the websites for your city. So, for example, ours is com, and you can find all of the times and dates that they're open and stuff there. So, we'll definitely link to that, but basically it starts somewhere in about July, and it goes through October, most of them. Mm -hmm.
0: So. So, another one that I remember as a kid that I really like, and we go every year because we're actually members at the zoo, but it's called Boo at the Zoo. And it's just a it's a Halloween thing where you go and enjoy the zoo at night with all the lights and they kind of, you know, make it spooky for kids and, uh, you know, free candy. It's always a good one.
1: <laughs> now, we're talking about the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo here in Colorado Springs. I think they also do one at the Denver Zoo as well. I
0: would imagine that they do it at most of them, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it's really fun for sure. Um, another one that I wanted to mention personally is the, the Denver Botanic Gardens has the glow at the garden, and we went to that last year, and it was so cool because they have these giant pumpkin um Sculptures, I guess, if you will, and displays. And some of them are lit up. Some of them are carved. Um, Some of them are in the shapes of like a horse or other different things. And all the entire botanic gardens um, in Denver is all lit up. And it's like this beautiful orange glow and it's really pretty. So we are members of the botanic gardens and we love going there. So the glow with the garden is really cool. Something we like to do every year now.
0: Didn't we read that they start, carving the pumpkins and making the sculptures in like June or something Mm -hmm. to get it all prepared for October. There's just, there's that many pumpkins. It's crazy. And to kind of go with the uh, glow at the garden is also the gardens pumpkin festival. So the Botanic Garden has a giant pumpkin festival. It's really cool. It's really fun to actually take uh, kids to go to. I remember going when I was very young. Um, and if you get there early enough, you seriously can come away with a pumpkin that weighs the sizes or the same as like your small child.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really cool because it's not at the Botanic Gardens place. This is actually at like the Chatfield Farms and some of the other farms that they work with in the area. So it's like this huge corn maze, all these different activities you can do to take kids. And um, it's not very expensive. It's usually less than $10 and even less for children. Um, so it's it's a br- really great budget-friendly event. It's super fun.
0: Yeah, so one of our favorite things that we love to do around this time of year is any hikes any drives any walks that we love to do um do you have any that you just like that come to your mind that you love
1: my favorite is always driving to glenwood springs we go there every year usually in the beginning of october when it's just starting to get cold um but not too cold and driving through glenwood canyon and all like you You basically start from I-70 and you go into the mountains and you just get to go through all these different canyons um, all the way through, you know, Frisco and uh, like you're going to Aspen. And it is just the most gorgeous drive ever. We always stop multiple times um, at different towns. We always take pictures. But if you go, if you're, you know, going to Glenwood Springs, Glenwood Canyon specifically... I have so many awesome pictures and memories of, like, the beautiful trees and the rest areas that are there. You can get out and just walk next to the Colorado River, um, go hiking and stuff. That's one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, and that's the cool thing is that it's it's a, a highway built right alongside the Colorado River through the canyon, which is what carved the canyon, so it's really fun. It's a cool drive.
1: Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: Um, I mean, are we going to mention all the canyons because that's kind of what comes up on our list, but we love... To go through. Uh, Sunshine Canyon. When we lived up in Boulder, I remember we would drive up that way and it would like eventually turn into a little dirt road and we'd get up there and we'd go hike on a bald mountain and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really cool drive. Any sort of canyon because you're just surrounded by trees. So it's always a really cool place uh, to go. Any sort of canyon in the fall time.
1: And the great thing about Colorado, we've mentioned this before, is that canyons usually have tons of offshoots and pull-offs that you can go and just start hiking anywhere. Right. Um, they can be, you know, very, very easy to do, up to moderate and even difficult, maybe even uh, rock climbing yeah. kind of levels. So, you know, do it, uh, that at your own risk. But it's really fun to just take off anywhere, drive through a canyon, stop off, and go for a hike. Mm-hmm. Another one that I wanted to mention is um, Cripple Creek. We really enjoy going there, um, especially in the fall. Uh, they have a lot of different train rides and different things that you can do there. I love trains. It's just um, so weird. <laughs> it's so fun to go on a train. And they also have like apple cider you can buy and hot chocolate and different things. And uh, the, But the drive up there also is really pretty going up into the mountains and then on the other side to Cripple Creek. Right,
0: so. yeah. And side note, all of the stuff in the mountains changes a lot earlier than where we are on the Front Range. Mm -hmm. So if you want to catch the uh, trees changing, go about three weeks before you expect them to change at home.
1: Let's talk about any towns and festivals that we've been to that we really did just feel like fall to us.
0: Well, I mentioned it earlier, but I'll say it again. Estes Park. That place is so fun in the fall. With the elk fest happening there and all of the well the elk moving through and all of the nature that is surrounding it it's a great place and we really enjoy going there
1: yes another one i wanted to mention is woodland park that is just outside of colorado springs here it's really awesome it's it's actually a smaller town um, but it has a lot of nice wooded areas a lot of nature a lot of wildlife and the trees changing there as well so mm-hmm. That is another one on our list I'd want to mention. Also, I will say that Breckenridge is also a really great town. It has a small town feel and it's also surrounded by mountains and it's really beautiful with the nature and the scenery. The drive up there is also amazing and it is really pretty in the fall when the leaves are changing.
0: Yeah, any of the ski towns and ski resorts are really neat to go see in the summer and fall before uh, the snow starts coming down. Because you can actually still ride a lot of the rides, not rides, uh, the ski lifts and stuff up there. And you can go for walks, which you normally wouldn't be able to. And it's always very, very green. Except in the fall, you know, then it's yellow and
1: green. Mm -hmm.
0: So are there any uh, foods you're excited for? The harvest comes around this time of year.
1: Oh yeah, I'm totally excited about um, peach cobbler. We actually already scored ourselves some Palisade peaches recently. Started making some peach cobbler. And anything with peaches in them. So you make amazing pork chops, and so we always put, like, a peach chutney on there or whatever, and it's so good. Um, also, as you know, I love pumpkin anything and also butternut squash anything. So all those oh, sort yeah. of, like, squashes in the fall, mm-hmm. I love those. Pumpkin spice flavored anything, pumpkin pie, I love it all. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a super nerd when it comes to fall activities and food.
0: <laughs> well, Thanksgiving is just, like, your jam. Oh,
1: yeah. I totally love it. Yeah. What about you? Any foods you're excited for?
0: I just love the flavors of fall. So any of those Thanksgiving foods, I really enjoy. And the one that always comes to mind for me is sage. I love cooking with sage. It feels so like out of character to do it any other time of the year except for fall. Sage just like, I don't know, it's iconic.
1: And fun fact, we actually went on a survival hike Uh, for edible plants and it was really interesting to hear and see all of the different types of sage that actually grow wild wild in colorado so well we'll talk more about that probably in a future episode but that was really fun to see um this time of year that they're all from full bloom and you can just basically pick them off the you know tree well it's a bush little bush um and it smells like sage Mm -hmm. like
0: major Mm -hmm. it's really cool Let's move on to some of our favorite festivals and fall activities along the Front Range. And there is a lot of them. What we are going to mention are probably our favorites, but we're not even scratching the surface, to be honest. Um, Along the Front Range, you can find anything from all the way down south in Trinidad, all the way way up north into, like, Fort Collins and stuff. Each place is going to have their own thing to do. You just got to, like, look it up, find what some of the festivals are, and go to it. But... Uh, we love to go to the Rock Creek Farm Pumpkin Patch and Corn Maze in Broomfield, which is uh, right outside of Denver. Um,
1: kind of close to yeah, Boulder. Boulder. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And corn mazes are really fun. You can, like, lose little Sebastian in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyone else, uh, a Parks and Rec fan, will know that. <laughs> it's actually one of the largest pumpkin patches in Colorado with 100 plus acres of, of pumpkins to pick. Wow, well, I'm trying to say that fast. um and it has like a five mile maze and three large corn mazes so basically you know if you wanted to you know lose your kids and not ever have them back you can send them to this (laughs) but it starts in late september and is open through halloween
0: so this is a definitely one for me because it actually happens right on my birthday but it's the pumpkin chunkin which is literally how it sounds where they take pumpkins and they shoot them out of cannons to see how far a pumpkin can go. And they will go very far.
1: It's usually just one weekend in September. Um, it's in Aurora, by the way. Um, they also have food and beverage vendors and other like crazy contraptions that they catapult pumpkins out of. Yeah. So that would be really interesting to see. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's nothing cooler than shooting pumpkins as far as you can out of a cannon. I guess so. Uh, there's In Morrison, Colorado, there is the Cider Festival. Uh, cider. I love it. It's delicious, so it's really fun to go and see all of the stuff that they have. And then, like, you know, they'll have cider from specific apples. Like, they'll have only Fuji apple cider. Or they'll have only Gala apple cider or something. And it's interesting to taste just a specific thing instead of having it all being a conglomeration of mixture of every apple that they use, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And it's interesting because we actually watched an episode of how it's made on how they make apple cider, mm-hmm. and it is quite, what is it, like a whole day or two day process? It's quite involved. Yeah. So it, it's really cool to, to try it super fresh. You can have it hot or cold. Um, at this time of year, you'd probably have, want to have a hot mug of apple cider. Um, but there's lots of other activities and tournaments and other things, live music that they have at the festival. Um, it's usually only one day in September, like on a, on a weekend day, like a Friday, Saturday. So you'll have to check your calendar um, to see when that is. But definitely can enjoy some unique apple cider experience.
0: And probably some hard ciders, too. There's Oktoberfest Denver, uh, which we kind of mentioned before. It's not the same thing as the beer week, but it's... Octoberfest in Denver, and it's free to get in, and it's not just beer. They have a wiener dog derby, so a bunch of wiener dogs are racing. And then, well, here on our list, we don't have a comma, so it says wiener dog derby costume contest. So I hope that the wiener dogs are wearing little costumes as they're doing the derby. I want to see a little cowboy riding on the back of one of
1: them. I think it's different costume contest for people. Oh, um, food booths and live so much music less interest sure. now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And they do have lots of food booths and live music, so not just beer, but
0: very, beer for sure. Very German thing to do. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Yeah, food. Lots of food. Fun stuff to do.
1: One thing that I wanted to add to our list before we move on to like other areas of the Front Range is that we actually love going to see the Parade of Homes. So here in Colorado Springs, usually the Parade of Homes is like Mid to the end of August, um, and we've gone two years in a row now, and uh, we have not gone to any of the ones in, like, Denver or anything, but we've heard that they're really cool from some of our friends and stuff, but who doesn't love walking into, like, a $2 million or $3 million home and, like, dreaming, you know, right. what it could be, and, and you get to see some of the really cool... Uh, trends that are happening in different new homes that they're building like for example this year I guess they're totally into these like hidden rooms and hidden bookshelves that they put in that can be moved and you get into a new room on the other side and hidden staircases yeah it's it's really cool
0: one of the houses we went to was exactly as you just described it was a bunch of hidden passages and secret rooms behind bookshelves and it was the most wild thing ever. And I'm like, what is this like a, a haunted house? I want to live here. And mm-hmm. it's so cool.
1: It's really awesome. So if you get a chance to check out Parade of Homes, um, check with your real estate agent. If you've just purchased a home, sometimes they'll give you a ticket, you know, that they will pay for or that you can get discounted. So um, and even if you haven't just moved here, you could still check and see what the prices are. So, But it's really fun. And it usually goes for several weeks. So you have plenty of time.
0: The foodie in me really, really loves this one, and it's the Pueblo Chili and Frijoles Festival, which is beans, um, and it's basically just celebrating all of Pueblo's famous green chilies.
1: Wait, is that when people say holy frijoles, it means beans? Yeah, I say holy all beans? The time. Oh, I yeah. didn't
0: know that. I <laughs> to say oh my gatos, too. <laughs> oh my cat. I
1: knew that one. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, all right, so we're celebrating the Pueblo Chili, which is a very delicious chili. It's not too hot. It's a little bit spicy, but it's much less than a jalapeno. Um, But if you ever are driving around in the southwest or southern Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, areas like that, and you'll see these giant flaming rotisserie things that are just rotating, and they'll have just 100 pounds of... Uh, peppers chili peppers in there and they'll just roast them and gosh they're so dang good if you ever see them definitely stop and get one Uh, they will do this usually from august all the way to late september or so sometimes into october depending on the growing season Um, but it's a famous festival and it's a really fun food one especially if you like spicy stuff
1: The festival is actually only, you know, for like a weekend, but the farmer's market and all of the other activities, yes, they have cooking competitions, all that for basically the whole month. So yeah, definitely check that out. Another one that we've talked about is Estes Park's Elk Fest, and that is also the end of September. Every year it's when the elk migrate through um, the Rocky Mountain National Park area during rutting season and breeding season, and they come through Estes Park, and they have a big festival where you can learn about the elk and enjoy food and music and things like that as you basically watch the elk migrate through the town, so it's really cool. I mean, obviously nature goes on its own timeline, so you won't m- get to see maybe all of the elk migrate through, or or you will have just seen the end of them or the beginning of them, depending on the time of year. But um, it's a really interesting experience. You can take a lot of cool pictures, too.
0: There's also the Peak to Peak Highway, which is not really a festival or anything, but it's something that a lot of people will do. And it's a really nice drive. I guess we could have mentioned this earlier, but it goes from one mountain to the other, and it begins in Estes Park, and it goes through Allen's Park and then into Nederland's. And then you travel through Blackhawk. So it's kind of going uh, south until you hit I-70, and then you start heading uh, west. And it's about a two-hour drive, and it's a really cool drive to do right around uh, the time or the change of colors in the trees. Yes?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really nice to have those longer routes where you can kind of go on a road trip for a day. And this is one of those ones where you can, you know, drive for two hours, like we said, get out... Hike, take as many stops as you want, get photos. Um, you could even get a, a photographer friend or pay someone to go out there with you, and you could have your your uh, holiday shoot or your fall shoot oh, yeah, there, So that's a really cool idea.
0: It's definitely one of those. It's about the journey, not the destination
1: mm-hmm. things. And then finally, another thing we want to be sure to mention is Apple Fest in Cedar Ridge, Colorado. And this is on your way towards Grand Junction and Palisade, and it's the small town of Cedar Ridge, and it is actually home to row after row after row of apple trees. Um, They have, like, more than 150 vendors there, a classic car and antique tractor show, live music um, for the Apple Fest Festival. It's about a five-hour drive from Denver, but it's definitely worth it. And it has this really cool small-town fall feel, and you get tons and tons of apples, apple cider, all of that fun stuff.
0: And you'll end up going through Glenwood Canyon.
1: Which is an epic drive. We do say so ourselves. Mm -hmm. All right. So one thing I just wanted to share, if you're looking for uh, other festivals or events to attend year round, as well as looking for different areas to explore during the fall, check out colorado.com slash events. And it has an extensive list of everything we mentioned here, plus tons more.
0: All right. That pretty much sums up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And to learn more about this episode and the resources that we shared, visit our website, hashtag coloradolife.com. And if you like our show, please leave us a review. It helps us get discovered by new listeners, and we'd love to hear what episodes you enjoy.
1: Thanks again so much for listening, and until next time, get out there and explore our beautiful state in the fall.
0: Yeah!